1: 18- Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. Today is Wednesday, August the 30th, 2023. We are a few days away from the season opener from the Hugh Freeze era at Auburn University as Auburn takes on the Fighting Minutemen of UMass. It will kick off 2.30 Central Time on Saturday. We are not here to talk football, because we have we're ta- we talk the future on this recruiting show. We're talking recruiting, and here to help me uh, go through it all, to talk about it even more, to go more in-depth, to give you the deets, Mr. J-Head and Mr. Cole Pinkson, How about you, fellas? How about you? How about you? Brother? All right. They are here 100% of the time when they're here. Hey, every all- time. I will take it. I don't know about you, j but I'll take it. Hey, look, I'm 100%, 100% of the time scared. when they're here, they're here. <laughs> um, we got a lot to, to talk about. We got some things to go over. Uh, the high school football season started officially this past week, and Auburn commitments went off, son. I mean, wow. I was I was very impressed. We're going to get to that before we do. i got to holler at my big dog, Bird Dogs. You know what I mean? <laughs> my Bird Dogs. Dude. Let me tell you something. If If you haven't gotten Bird Dogs, man, you're – I didn't know what I was missing out until I got some myself, man. They are fantastic. They look good. They made me look good. They made me look even better. All right? They, they, I, I got the I got the stretch khaki shorts. that are fine, designed to fit slimmer through the thigh. And I am touching my thigh as I say this. And it gives you a truly sculpted look. Truly sculpted look.
2: Sculpted.
1: I don't know if you can see. I have my, oh, i uh, But they do the exact same thing as Lululemon. Lululemon, Bird dolls fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts. They're made of stiff, restricting cotton. <laughs> bird dolls got the issue fixed by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like the khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit. And, and I was, I, I, listen, I love the polos too. I love the polo. I've I, I wore it to uh, to golf. I wore it to church. They look good. They feel good. Listen, and I've had I, I've actually ordered. Listen, fellas, I've ordered some uh, some underpants, some Bird Dolls Nice. They're not here yet. They're supposed to be here tomorrow. But I'll, give, I'll, keep you, uh, I'll keep you penciled in for how those things go. But right now, Bird Dogs has a special Bird Dogs slash Auburn, all caps. It's going to get you a free hydro flask style thermos. I've already got, well, mine's on my way because I ordered one too. I took advantage of the deal. Bird Dogs dot com slash Auburn. Yeah, the 7-inch <laughs> 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 man, that looked really short, didn't it? <laughs> Might have to black that out. Yay! Hey. Hey. Uh, Bird Dogs, man. I'm, I'm serious. I, I'm a big fan. You will be, too. BirdDogs.com slash Auburn, all caps. Get you a free Hydroflask-style thermos. Uh, kind of like this. You know what I mean? What do the the women call it? The Stanley Cup? They're Stanley Cups? Oh, gosh. The Stanley Cup. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is more of a, uh, a manly thing. This is a manly right. cup. Right. Um, All right. Let's, uh, we're going to look back real quick. We're going to get to some questions from the corner. Uh, First, we want to look back at some of these performances by the Auburn Commitments, the 2024 Auburn Commitments. These guys, if you haven't seen it, go to uh, Auburn Live on three. Check out the commit tracker this week. Uh, We'll be posting that every week um, and updating it throughout the week as more stats come in. I think we've got uh, everybody but DJ Barber. I think that's the only one I'm missing. Uh, We'll continue to look for him. But of the guys that we saw, there were some that were just unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to start. We're going to Jay, did you say you were going to punt to Cole?
2: So I'm going to abstain from commenting right now. Cole's got major insight on this. I think he's talked to a handful of high school coaches. I think it would be best to come from him, but I will provide some comments from the peanut gallery after you guys get done.
1: All right, Jay J-Head is in charge of the peanut gallery today. I'm going to start because this is one of the more impressive high school stat lines I've ever seen. And, and I mean – I, I look at a lot of stats. I've been looking. At, I've, been, I've been doing Commit Tracker for 20 years for Auburn recruits, uh, and this is one of the more impressive stat lines I've ever seen. It was from Jaden Lewis, the uh, four-star defensive back/athlete from Aniston. Aniston beat Welburn 38 to this past Friday night. Lewis, I, uh, let me just read you his stats. He had 302 all-purpose yards. He had four touchdowns. He returned a kickoff 95 yards for a touchdown. He returned. Uh, a punt 82 yards for a touchdown he had another kickoff return for 85 yards he had two receptions for 36 yards and a touchdown he scored a two-point conversion he had four solo tackles a fumble recovery and an interception that he returned for a touchdown so he had a, a receiving touchdown a kickoff return touchdown a punt return touchdown and an interception return for a touchdown dude had it, it was one of the more more all-around athletic Stat lines I've ever seen. Jaden Lewis from Aniston, um, and he wasn't. I mean, there were other just really, st- yeah, just just wow. Uh, I just updated Joe Phillips earlier today. Let me throw a defensive guy in there, Cole, and then you give me a couple. Uh, Phillips, he, Joe Phillips, the uh, the four star linebacker from uh, Booker T Washington in Tuskegee, twelve tackles, eight solos, four tackles for loss, two sacks, four quarterback hurries, a pass deflection, and a forced fumble all in one game, all on the defensive side of the ball. Um, just just lots of just two of the many uh, really impressive stat lines for Auburn commitments. Cole, give me a couple of your guys that you said, wow. Well, the Jaden Lewis stat line, I think I might have had a guy do that on Madden once. And that was <laughs> probably – I, I don't know that I believe you, to be honest with you. I mean that. I mean, that I mean that really, really. Cool. Cool.
2: Listen, you couldn't have done that if he were playing in a flag football game against a Greek
1: fraternity. You know what I mean? Like that, that was Bo Jackson Techmo the- Bowl. Yes. Techmo Bowl. Yes, that's, that's what it was. That's
2: insane, dude. But go ahead, Carl, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I don't. You talk about the competition or whatever. I don't care. I mean, that's hard yeah. to do that. It's hard to do that in backyard football, guys. Yeah. It's hard to do that with nobody on the other side of the field. It's hard to, you know, like scout team.
2: Yes. Uh, <laughs> impressive.
1: And he was, so b- before you put out the commit tracker, uh, Jeffrey, I, I had just talked to a couple of coaches. So I figured, why not? Let's, let's put some intel out on these guys on, on what they are maybe in practice too, uh, not just in the games, but everything, you know, uh, how they're progressing, this kind of thing. First of all, it, I'll run through this pretty quick, but I, I went and saw Jamarian Burnett, you know, that was, yep. that was one. And, and uh, you know, I got a couple reports on him. Before this season and, and and just maybe maybe the jury was out just a little bit on him as a complete football player and what he was going to be, and that's not from anybody in andalusia, that's just from some outside sources who really didn't know everything that was going on, but I did talk to some sources in Andalusia about him, and they're like, this dude is different he, i mean he has he has completely changed his tone, he has completely changed his 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 uh, approach to everything. And and he's fixing to be the crazy thing about him is that he's not a power back at two hundred and thirty pounds. He's got some agility and that's kind of the way he plays. So if that ever comes along and he's and he realizes how big he is and he can start running people over with it, he, he's gonna be trouble. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Um I wrote about Jaden Lewis too just because I had I, I you know, I talked to some people um on the Auburn side of things who went, you know, we weren't a hundred percent sure. What he was, um, we know he's a corner, or you know, I think corner for Auburn. But there's just not a lot of film on him. It's crazy. It's like he he heard that and said, "All right, I'll give you all the film you need in game one. How about that?" <laughs> so uh, that's what I heard about him, and I think coaches at Auburn were pretty happy with that. Uh, the big talk about Perry Thompson was that he is one of the few five stars in the country that actually looked like a five star that weekend. Yeah. He was mean. He was physical. He was running blocks into the grounds, doing things that, that, you know, it's it, almost impossible to get receivers to do on the next level. he's already doing he's it. Do, he was field. doing stuff that doesn't show up on the stat box. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I wish I was there. Cause I film every play and I, I put the spotlight on the player. I, I don't I try not to miss a play when I'm there and, and I would have had a really nice little film from him on that game. I got Bradley Shaw instead and he was I mean he had like twenty tackles, so that was good. Um T J Lindsey, I had a source that's close to IMG tell me he's the best defensive lineman on the team. And I don't know if you know this, but there is a five star defensive lineman on that team.
2: By the um, name of David Stone, yes, sir.
1: David Stone, Jaden Jackson, he's committed to Oklahoma. That's the defensive lineman on that team. So that was a high remark, I thought, from somebody that that knows what they're looking at and has seen him several times in practice and other things. TJ uh, six tackles loss of the first two games. Six tackles? How, what was that? Six tackles for loss. Nice. Very nice. Uh Joe Phillips, of course, I, I was told by somebody near Auburn, hey, he's that was probably the most impressive performance of anybody on the commit list. He really stepped up and showed out. And man, you know, a guy that's a little bit raw when it comes to football, they were a little bit worried about that and the transition. But I think they're feeling really good about Joe Phillips right now. And all that talent started coming to fruition as a senior. And then, um, you know, my guy for this week is Kinsley Faustin. And. and I've talked about him a few times. Ace is full. Go ahead and give him a shout-out on the board. He would sent me a message. He's like, hey, am I seeing this wrong, or is Kinsley Fowlson actually really good? <laughs> I was like, no, you're, you're seeing what I'm seeing, man. He, he can play. I mean, he roams the middle like a, like a college safety would do. He comes up and he hits you. He forced a fumble on the quarterback. When he tried to sc- scramble, he came and you know knocked the running back out. He had two picks, and he's doing this from the middle of the field. I mean, he's playing the free safety where they got one safety, like cover one, and he's running over and getting in these passing lanes. I'm like, good lord! I mean, that dude is—he's the real deal. I'm telling you, his film is more about the—it's more about his film than the stats for me. Uh, he's really killing it. Malcolm Simmons Cole is another guy I want to mention. Uh, I think did he have two? Two? I know he had one. Yeah, he, he, let me just read you what I have. Uh, this is what he sent me: four receptions for 86 yards and two touchdowns. He also had 104 yards on two kickoff returns, returned another for a touchdown, uh, but it was negated for penalty. This dude, and listen, Chad Simmons loves Malcolm. Mm-hmm. He loves him. Um, and on, I saw on three lines, for sure. Yeah, you go look at his game one highlights, and he and he posted them. He's such a shifty athlete. He's freaking fast as heck. Yeah. Um. I really like. I, I'm starting to see what Auburn and what Chad have seen in this kid.
2: Absolutely, he is a phenomenal athlete, and he is just scratching the surface of what he can be right. because he's been used in so many different ways by his high school. Again, he was featured as a running back last year. Has yeah, played state sure
1: with,
2: did. Um Is an all-state punter that averaged over 41 yards per kick last year. I mean, this is a kid that can do it all and contribute in a. In a just a ton of different ways. But, look, to say, not, just hold my beer here, you know what I mean? Bryce Kane said, okay, I got a go. big dog, four catches, 135 yards, one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Absolutely explosive. So I think at the end of the day, Auburn stars in this class played like stars, right? Like, yep, that's there's right. a large majority of the time when you look at these commitment trackers and, you know, regardless of who, what, what class we're talking about here, guys just don't necessarily play up to their star ranking. Well, the guys in Auburn's class, they played up to that star ranking and then some. And so that tells you that this is a coaching staff that knows what they're looking at on tape um, and and really is doing very solid eval work. And you love to see it. You love to see coaches being paid off for for really doing their homework and getting in with kids that fit your scheme and also play up to their maximum capability.
1: Hold on. Did, Did Bryce have one touchdown? It's either one or two. I can't remember. He had one, but he had a bunch of uh, like long catches. Yeah. Okay. I thought I read in ale.com dot com, three touchdowns.
2: Did he have three? Oh wow! Maybe. What,
1: what do you know about him, Zach? You're you're the you're our Baker correspondent. There you go. For some reason, Baker has posted defensive statistics, but have yet to post offensive of statistics. Hmm. I I think if um and I want to know if that's true or not. I th- so, I thought he cuz I've messaged back and forth with him. Mhm. Let me see. Let me see. Three touchdowns against Theodore. The- who yeah. has Cam Pruitt committed to Miami in that well he plays linebacker but he, he he plays both I think.
2: Yeah, he's a rolled up safety for the most part.
1: Impressive. Yeah. No, he did. He had 135 yards receiving. Four receptions, three TDs, and blocked a punt. Oh, wow. A punt. Wow. So four, four catches, three of them were, were TDs, and he blocked a punt. Well, you know what? He, he proved me wrong because I, I did my class ranking the other day um, mm-hmm. so far. I've I still got to watch these guys this season. I'll take this kind of stuff into account. He's a little bit lower for me just because I don't know what he is as a football player yet. I've seen him in camp. I've seen him on film. and it was just He's a new football player to an extent. Uh that was I his first game, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it, that well, that was his first game this season. Obviously, last year, um, he's got some game film, but this oh, year, it,
1: it, it, he played last year.
2: He did. He had only had like yeah, he, he five, did. Yeah, yeah. He, he was transitioning from being a baseball player. I think he only had like five or six hundred yards receiving on the whole year. But what you saw of him when he was in action was explosive.
1: Yes, and, and I knew he was explosive and fast. I just wanted to see him play football a little bit more before I could get a real good assessment. And uh, Last year was his first year, right? Yes. Yeah. He was the best baseball player. Um, yeah, I hear you go. I, man, he's so good. Malcolm Simmons is so good. Uh, Perry Thompson is so good. I told Jamie, New, uh, Josh Newberg, I'm sorry, uh, earlier that the um, Auburn at the wide receiver spot. And listen, let's, let's don't forget about Jalua Solomon. I was about to say that. Good call. He, he is absolutely a wide receiver if you want him to be. And Auburn has not, um, ruled out him playing wide receiver. He had six catches for 136 yards and a touchdown, uh, in a win over Tatnaw Square this past Friday night. He will, he will get a lot of work on offense this year. Do not forget about him. But as far as the wide receiver class right now, you've got, you, you've hit a three run homer. The only thing keeping you from a grand slam is a Cam Coleman or a car. Yeah, uh, Yeah. You know, the same thing for the linebacker group as far as I'm concerned. You've hit a three-run homer right now with DJ Barber, one of the more underrated kids in the country, uh, DeMarcus Riddick, Joe Phillips. You've got a three-run homer right there. The only thing keeping you from a Grand Slam is a, is a Bradley Shaw type, right? Um, yeah, and really, I mean, if you don't get Bradley Shaw, it's not the end of the world with linebacker as far as that's concerned. I, and I like Bradley Shaw, and I, I think it would be good if you got him, but you're in good shape right now.
2: Very good shape. Very,
1: very impressed with just with so many of these kids in their first week. I, I will say this, Cole, your video of Jamarion Burnett really opened my eyes. I, 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 I can't look at all the other. I, I can watch a quarterback. I can watch a running back. and I tell you if they're any good or not. This kid was is it, better than I thought. Let's put it that way. He's he, faster than I thought. I'll give you that. He
2: looked like Ben Tate to me.
1: You know what I mean? A little taller. A
2: little longer, but he looked a lot like Ben with that size. Now, when he learned to play with power, I agree with you, Cole, but he was very impressive. Um, And look, I said it the other day, if he's the only back that we sign in this class, I'm okay with that. I honestly am because of the different dimensions and the different skill set that he brings to the backfield. Uh, especially with it being a little unsure, I think, is what Jarquez is going to do. Is he going to turn pro or is he not? And if he doesn't turn pro, then obviously you're good with one back. If he does, then you definitely need a compliment.
1: One more guy I want to throw away. Uh, How about you too? Malik Blockton, man. How about Malik Blockton with ten tackles, four solos, a tackle for loss, a sack, and a quarterback hurry? That was in a loss to Hillcrest. Um, Very nice. Yes, so I, I was I was impressed with everybody. I mean, I mean the only one I didn't. I mean Walker White did his thing in like six minutes of play. He threw three touchdowns. He got the hell out. Yeah, uh, you know, so it wasn't like he put up. Perry Thompson didn't have the stat line of a five star, but he had the highlights in the in the video. Like Cole said, these are the things that you don't see on tape. Uh, of course, he still had. Five receptions for twenty four yards. He had three carries for twenty four yards and a touchdown. And to completed the thirty three yard touchdown pass. So he was doing it all. And and the blocking was what jumped out to me in the, the video that I saw. So um, really impressive. Burnett, they they pulled Burnett early too, Jeffrey. Yeah, you know, there he, you go. He Only played a half. So he had I think forty five yards, thirty five yard touchdown. First thing he said when he came when when he after the game and he was going to come interview with me, he's like, "Man, I just I." I want to get my stats up, man. We can't be beating people like this. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he was. I, I was impressed. I was impressed with him. And uh, we'll be following all the commitments all year long, I'm doing our best at Auburn Live on three. By the way, Auburn Live on three, man. There's. Uh, we've got a fall special. You can still get the one month for one dollar, or after that you're gonna pay ninety nine annually. Or instead of doing that, you can go ahead and get the annual subscription for forty nine ninety nine. Man, it's fifty bucks. Uh, which is about $4 a month. Can't, cannot beat that. It's like a cute puppy. Uh, well, all right, let's turn our attention to upcoming news. Upcoming news is Auburn's playing Saturday, but more importantly for the recruiting side, Auburn is uh, in an announcement for DeAndre Carter, the four star interior offensive lineman from Mater Day, Mama, Mother of God,
2: Mother and of God.
1: Santa Ana. Uh, he will be announcing between Texas, Michigan State, and Auburn. I think all three of us have had in locks for Auburn, not locks, but picks for Auburn, and can see that happening. He's going to announce – do we know what time, Cole? Um, I don't think so. I think he's no, going to I do it on 24-7. Do. They might be dictating what time he does it.
2: Uh, that would be my expectation. I think it's with Greg Biggins, their west coast national recruiting analyst. Yeah, I know Greg. I think that um, he's going to be doing that, so I'm not exactly sure if the time's been posted just yet.
1: Definitely keeping an eye on uh, the, on DeAndre Carter. He could be the first of many pieces of the offensive line. Uh, another offensive lineman that we've been tracking, Auburn Alford, uh, he's now locked in an official visit, is uh, Favor Edwin, yes. the first-year player at Eagles Landing over in McDonough, Georgia. Teammates of Brandon Hood, former teammates of Colton Hood. I uh, didn't realize that, uh, that Roderick, Hood was coaching over there, I think, in some type of capacity. Yeah, he's, so he's the um, I think he's the coordinator. Defensive coordinator? Yeah. Defense or offense. I can't remember, but Colton did tell me that last year. Okay. So you've got Roger Hood, Colton Hood, Brandon Hood. You've got Favor Edwin, who I believe he's from Nigeria. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I think he's from Nigeria. Dude, he's six foot seven, three hundred something pounds. He's got the absolute frame you're looking for at offensive tackle. He played basketball all the way up until this point. He's been to a Bruce Pearl basketball camp. He's coming back for the Georgia game at the end of September for an official visit. It will be his first visit. Um, and listen, this is a uh, a project guy, a, a developmental guy that even Alabama wants, that even Florida wants. That he, you know, th- these This is a developmental guy that people see a high ceiling, yeah. high ceiling. Have you all watched any of his? Well, I guess there's any tape to watch. I haven't seen anything just yet, but when you see the dimensions
2: like that and the length and you see the offers, it's about the clay, right? It's about what he can be, not what he is right now. And really, from a size standpoint and an experience standpoint, you'd comp him to a guy that we signed last year in Tyler Johnson. Very similar size. I think he may be slightly bigger than Tyler. But you're taking him from what he can be two, three years down the road. And I think Auburn will subsidize what they need from the portal to play right now but you always grab a kid like this that you can take, that you can mold in your system that doesn't have any bad habits, and you can teach him how to play offensive line the way you want him to. And, look, while we may not be lighting it up on the recruiting truck from the offensive line standpoint right now, I think we have the potential to. I have heard really great things as it pertains to the knowledge base of our offensive line coach that Jake Thornton really knows what he's doing. So if you get a guy like this, you have an opportunity um, to really hit goal, to strike goal, um, if you have an opportunity to land this young
1: man. Yeah, definitely. And I would have thought at this point, you know, um, you'd have a couple guys, and, and people are freaking out because you don't. But the two guys you could have had were Egan Boyer and John Wayne Oliver, and they just weren't 100% sold on those guys. So let, let's let this play out. I just, I want to see how it plays out. I think. Um, you know, I think there's some flip targets on the board. I, I'm not putting everything into those, but, you know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you keep going for those? Sure. Right you know people are still going to go for Auburn, for Auburn's sure. commitments. And you can get them at games. you got a full season of games where you can get them there and talk them into coming for for a visit. I think Jay had said before we started record, recording, DeAndre Carter, Auburn's at number 15 right now in the All-3 Industry Ranking, Team Ranking uh, Auburn is in number 15. <clears throat> With the addition of DeAndre Carter, presumably, the, um, Auburn would jump from number 15 to number 12. So there's that 12 that we were – 8 to 12 is kind of where we had uh, the money spot for them, the sweet spot, I should say. Uh, but in order to get – to crack that top 10, you've got uncommitted guys like Bradley Shaw. Yes. L.J. McCray. Who was the other there was one more? Oh, Reese Baker. Yes. Which I don't think he would move the needle a lot. Um, but, uh-huh. and I, and I, I, I thought to Newt, if Auburn's going to have a top 10 class, they're going to have to keep the guys they've had, they have committed, and then they're going to have to flip some guys, whether that be a Cam Coleman, whether that be a Nye Carr, a Jeremiah Beeman, uh, Cam Franklin, Cohen Eccles, TJ yeah. Lockhart. Kevin Riley. Kevin Riley. Those are going to be the guys. Those those are the ingredients to a top ten class for Auburn because I don't think there are enough uncommitted guys out there right now for Auburn to add that will really move that needle up, right? Right. You're going to have to take from guys above you in the rankings and add. That's where your additions are going to have to come from. They're going to have to come from Alabama, Georgia, um, A&M. Yeah. LSU. I mean, they're going to have to come from the classes above you. You're going to have to take from them and add to you. So those are going to, and, and I fully expect um, all those kids to visit at some point during this fall. I expect Auburn commits to also visit other schools. It's not like people aren't trying to post these cats. So uh, there is a pathway for Auburn. A uh, path for Auburn to have a top ten class. They're just going to have to do it by cartwheeling a few a few guys.
2: Yeah, and I think that there are certain schools that I'm watching right now that what happens with them on the football field this fall, might yep. dictate their success and how they're able to close in recruiting. And those are Miami, Florida, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma. I'm watching all four of those schools. Um, and Ole Miss, too, for, just for Cam Franklin. He's sure. the only one I'm watching them for. But those four or five schools, those are ones I think that Auburn has an opportunity to really kind of maybe get two or three flips from. And that's what you're going to need. You're going to need – probably two or three flips of big-time blue-chip prospects from some of these schools to get yourself back into contention for that top ten class that we all think we're capable of
0: making.
1: All right, let's get to some uh, questions from the corner. If you're not a member of Auburn Live, all three you can, and you can submit questions each week, uh, and we will get to as many as we can. Question number one, a notorious AUB, is there a sense of frustration with the coaching staff regarding the recent misses in recruiting. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There is frustration, but it's not um uh, you know, it's not like uh well I tell you what, it's not like Bruce Pearl when he missed on um yeah. Fl- Flory by Dunga. You're talking about frustrated dude. All those cats were all those guys that but they they invested so much time. This staff's been here what, ten months?
2: Yeah.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That's your bright new day, Lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. were prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, uh, obviously they want to flip these guys. I mean, obviously they want to get these guys. Um, so yeah, they're they're absolutely frustrated. And yeah. I mean, they're competitors, you know, so sure. they're going to be frustrated when they yeah. miss on the guy they've been working on. But I think the lines of scrimmage frustrated have frustrated them a little bit. You missed on some guys there, and yeah, yeah that's that's fair. I mean. You know, we like I said, though, you, we still got time to go with that. So we'll see where it is.
2: Well, Bert Cole, because basketball recruiting, and you, Jeffrey, you've talked about this, is a little different from football recruiting because when a kid commits, he sticks it's for done. the most part. It's done. So Bruce absolutely is frustrated. I think this staff is like a little miffed. You know what I mean? That's kind of the feeling I get on it. But they're like, all right, we're going to circle back around.
1: Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frustrated is a great way to put it. That's a great right. word to use. You yeah. know, defeated, no. No. Frustrated, no. frustrated? yes, absolutely. And, and if they're not, you, they're in the wrong profession. Correct. You want them to be frustrated. You want them to be a little pissed. Yes. But, yeah. I mean, there's so much There's so much time, believe it or not. I know there's only four months away, but, dude, that's an eternity. When, when we're talking about seasons, all the things that can happen, coaches getting fired, I mean, there's just no telling. So, yeah, it, it's frustrating, but it's certainly not defeated. And, and I reference the top-down thing a lot where what that means is I I get a top-down sense from some of these guys, as in this is how Hugh Freeze reacted, so this is how they're reacting, right? Yeah, right. Well, if you're talking about sensing that from a year ago, the top-down sense was that, okay, they missed, well, yeah, whatever. We'll be all right. I'm going to go get my
2: big press We're good to go.
1: It, I mean, it kind of was that way. I hate to say it. That was the sense I got anyway. I could have been dead wrong, but, I mean, that is, you know. Question Definitely number different. two. Makes him do. Uh, how many games do you think Cam Coleman makes it to this season, and uh, do you think he will be more than A&M? Uh, I, I think he'll be at, to at least two, at least I think he'll be at Georgia. I think he'll be at Alabama. I think he'll be at some of the bigger ones. I would say at least two because it's right off the road for him, man. Yeah. Uh, I would be surprised if he's not at at least two. Um, A&M, more than A&M, you know, before NIL, I would have said yes, but these kids have means now to make that trip. You know, he can only take one official visit there. He already has done that. So uh, typically, I would say, nah, man. If he can get out there on for one uh, out of his own pocket, then he's doing well. But I don't think that's, a, that's an issue anymore. So I'm going to say um, probably two to two and two. I, I would think both.
2: I I think the travel logistics are still going to be a factor for him, even though he's got the means to get out there, Jeffrey. They still play on Friday nights.
0: Yeah. And then
2: it's taking a flight to get out there and everything else that goes into that and, and I'm assuming Pat Nix is probably going to try to rein him in somewhat to make sure he's focused throughout this season. Yeah. So I think there's a the potential that he visits Auburn more than he visits AM. Does that change anything? I don't know. You know what I mean? We'll see. But you're right, he definitely has the means to get out there if he truly wants to.
1: Jack O'Lennar eleven, not to be confused with Jack O'Lennon twelve. Let's see. Will we add new names to the board at D B or is it basically filled up with the exception of flip spots for KJ or Zaquan? Jay Ed, you still like your boy uh Juco. I've been working on Laquan Robinson.
2: I do. I think that's one we're going to really kick the tires on. Antonio I don't, White. Yeah, Antonio White's another one that you're going to see uh, us continue to recruit and kind of keep warm, I think. Those are two I think they're going to evaluate very early on in the season and decide, okay, are we all in here or not? Because if we're not, then we'll wait and play the portal game later on down the line. You've got a good enough haul of defensive back that you can do that. But if you see what you think you need on tape, I don't think they're going to hesitate to pull the trigger there and to go all in. Um, and, and, look, I've been impressed with what I've seen from both. Laquan's more of his spring highlights. I, and he, he really showed some good range. And he's a vicious hitter in the back end. I mean, vicious. Uh, yeah, Antonio White looked really good when he played the other night uh, versus Kale. I mean, was all over the field.
1: Antonio White, I I'll, I'll have some confidence in saying he's not going. he's not going to end up Rutgers. He's going to go higher than that. He's currently committed to Rutgers.
2: Yeah, he's going to end up at the SEC. Just watch. Um, Chris Peterson
1: another name, too, that I would keep an eye on.
2: I agreed, um, and he's at UCF, so I think he's another one that can find his way into this class contingent on how they see the board. And I don't think they're done with either one of um, Bolden or Patterson. I think those are going to be quiet recruitments. I think they are going to kind of continue to stay there. They're going to get Zaquan in for an official visit, and my expectation would be it was closer to December, and we'll see how Miami does this year. I think they're the current leader, and that's where he committed to, but I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility they could flip him.
1: Resty P, 105. (laughs) Odds Cam Franklin still makes his OV this weekend. Uh, I I will say that he hasn't canceled. I I don't know that he comes, but uh, as of, what's today, Wednesday, as of Monday, he was still planning it. He hadn't canceled it. So um, I don't know about odds, but that's all I can tell you. Uh, if he does, does that change anything in your mind? Or is he a national signing day flip? Uh, I don't think it would change anything in my mind. I would not be surprised to see him show. I wouldn't be surprised to see him postponed to a different game. But you've got to remember, this is a guy that loves the one-on-one attention, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to come to Big Cat. He wants to come the next day. He doesn't want to come to the big junior day. He wants to come the next weekend. He mm. likes to see face to face interaction with these coaches. He likes to see fa- He likes to have it on his own time. And I absolutely respect that. I think that's fantastic. I think that's what many people should probably strive for when it comes to recruiting. Get to know these guys on a personal basis, not as a group. I'm yep. Sure. The group's fun, but make time for that personal stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him show up, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Uh, but as of 48 hours ago, he was still planning on coming. We'll keep you posted, man. I'll, I'll uh, check back with him later this week. Big Boy Foosball. Who were some under-the-radar 2024 O-linemen? We have a shot to sign. Well, uh, under the radar would be Favor edwin Yeah, Favor edwin
2: Reese Baker. I cannot
1: figure out Reese Baker. I don't – I have studied that one and driven it into the ground, and I can't figure out –
2: so the is going to
1: happen there. Okay, let me give you the latest of what I've I've put some hooks wow. in the, put some books in the water. I'm, I'm, I think I know what you. And I'm with you. Like the door was closed, and, and now I'm okay. Just go ahead. I want to see what you say here. Well, this, the scenario would be if Reese Baker called Jake Thornton tomorrow and said, "Coach, I'm ready to commit." Mm-hmm. What would be his response? Probably and, yes. And the answer was, yeah. I mean, unless Hugh Freeze vetoes it, which I don't think he will. Sure. This was my source talking. Then yeah, w- you know, Auburn would take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, it do, I don't feel like anymore. I think Big Cat. They wouldn't even at Big Cat. They wanted him to be there. He was sick. He canceled last minute. He didn't come. They wanted him there. They wanted him to commit. They wanted to be done with it, not done with it, but as much as you can be once a kid commits. Uh, but now it's just like, man, you know, if he if he if he won't then sure. You know, but uh, I don't feel like they're pressing for it anymore. You know, if they get four guys committed, they might say, Deuce is big dog. You had your six months' worth of chances.
2: Yeah. I, I think they would. I, I think that's exactly it. Like, look, he's got a spot today, but we're only one right. offensive lineman in. You get Khalil House, you get one other. They might say, you know what, brother, you had your shot.
1: Yep. And and who's to say they're going to take more than one or two developmental guys, Right. And he might be one of those. So if they get a, a favorite Edwin or, or, or somebody, you know, another de- developmental guy, maybe they go, we're good.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'll, so I'll, I'll take a shot in the dark at a name here. And this was a guy that I wrote down on my notepad. He was at a camp and I just kind of noticed that Jake Thornton was giving him some attention and he looked the part. So I wrote his name down. And he is currently committed to SMU and he's from Bayside Academy in the Mobile area? Yes. Zach and Kelly Slater. I used to go there. Graham Uter is his name. <laughs> Jay had got that. Call no, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, Graham, what was his last name? It's Uter, U-T-E-R. U-T-E-R. I'm assuming that's huh. how you spell it. I mean, Uter. It. Uter. Uter. Graham Uter. And he's SMU. Oh, all right, yeah, there you go. And that's there's a, a, there's a new name. I don't, you know, I haven't heard his name in regards to Auburn or anything, but he's an in-state guy who's flying under the radar a little bit. SMU's not a bad program by any means. And he showed out a little bit at the camp that he was at. So, uh, you know, maybe that's the down-the-line guy. All right, Graham Uter, Uter, whatever. All right, fourth and forever. Do you guys think we'll see more flash from the offense early in the season than we are typically used to as a recruiting tool? Good question. It is a great question. It's a great question. Don't you want Cam Coleman to be going, What's going on over there? <laughs> or do you, I mean, can you imagine if if they didn't, what the receivers might be thinking? Because that's what you're playing to, right? You're, yeah. you're playing to Cam Coleman, Nykar, those guys you want to add. You know, um, somebody that I talked to, a, a friend of mine that I talked to that follows college football very closely, made a great point to me. About Alabama's offense. So, the way that Alabama's offense is going right now, and they're, they're supposedly having trouble naming a starting quarterback. If that is the case, we know their offensive line is really good. We know they got a good running back room. Why don't they just get an eye formation and just kill everybody that way? We've seen them do it before. And I thought, yeah, why not? Oh, but wait, then they won't be able to recruit the five star receivers. It really plays into it. I'm telling you, it does. It 100 percent does. Even at a place like that, where they got all this this depth and they got all this, they're not having a problem recruiting. If they change their offense to that style, they're going to have a problem. I know when Cam Coleman committed to A and M, Auburn was like, no, 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 just wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Whoa, just wait, man, wait. Watch, watch what we're about to do. Watch what we're about to do. Yep. <clears throat> and so, man, you got to think that's going to play. Um that's why I wouldn't be surprised to see Auburn light it up first half against UMass, get up about thirty-five to three, first half, then turn it over. You're gonna put some, you're gonna put some film together on the passing game. You gotta, you gotta turn them loose.
2: Proof of concept, right? I'm I'm gonna use yeah. the buzzword POC big. You know what I mean? Like I, I had to slide it in, but the buzzword we've created on this show that seems to have stretched its way all across. Uh, the Auburn uh, the media platform
1: <laughs> yeah right it,
2: it, it's true though right like this staff wants to showcase what the team what these guys can be or how you will be featured and you got to take advantage when you have an opponent like UMass that you know you can absolutely pummel
1: you know what I mean I'm just J-Head, that term has flipped a little bit where we're at right now you know why because you already have a lot of the guys you wanted like Perry Yeah. Sure. Now, if you don't have good proof of concept on the field, what happens then?
2: Well, you're going to have to put on your salesman hat and say it could be this way if you were here. Right. You don't want to get to
1: that point. You don't want to. You don't want to sell potential. No. Um. This this is a good question here. Joe really wants to know. uh, We say it all the time. Auburn pushing for a kid or not pushing for a kid. What does it mean uh, to actually press for a recruit? I hear it a lot, but what does it really mean? It means pressing for him to to, to commit. Um. yeah. Basically, I mean that. Uh, okay, so Faris Baker. Let's give a quick. All right, so they're pressing for him to get a commitment. Or get a commitment. All right. Now, when I say that they're not pressing for him, then they're just like sit back recruiting him. You know, hey, you decide when you get ready, big dog. Mm-hmm. You know, as before, it was like, hey, man, you ready to get in? You ready to come join us? Can't tell you how much more time we got. You know, this spot might be filling up soon. We want to get on board right now. All right. Not not so much pressuring, but pressing. Yeah, uh, I think here's a good example. So when DJ Barber was uncommitted, right, Auburn was calling him every day and saying, uh, we know we've heard the buzz about Arkansas. You know, we don't care. We want you here. We want you here as soon as possible. Go ahead and take your official visit there. But, hey, it, it's going to be time to get in the class after that. We need to get you in the class. But, okay, and he was supposedly, like, he's like a three-star or whatever, But and then you go to a four-star like Bradley Shaw, who fans look at that and go, oh, well, they're pushing for him. He's four-star. That's right. not necessarily the case, okay, because I don't think they're calling Bradley Shaw every day right now. I really don't. I think they would absolutely take him. They'd be thrilled to have him. But I don't think that they are just just going crazy trying to get him there right now. I think they're letting him play out a little bit. Well, here's the reason: you got to keep taking this. If if Bradley Shaw said, "I'm I'm announcing September the 17th," Mm -hmm. things would change immediately. If he came out today on Twitter or X, whatever they call it, and said, "Hey, I'm going to announce my commitment on September 17th," that would change instantly. But they know a kid like Bradley Shaw, a very even keel kid, quiet kid. Maybe pressing for him isn't the best way to go. It might actually turn his ass off. I agree. I, I think they took a similar approach with Jalua Solomon when they figured out he was going yep. to make his decision. Then they ramped it up, and then, and then it was time to, you know, we got to make this happen. Good stuff, man. Uh, J-Rock Eagle, there any new names at running back? I can't Brandon, name any. With,
2: Brandon Hood's the one that comes to mind because in your Edwin Favors story today, it, he talked about how Brandon Hood's being recruited by Auburn. And so that's what I'm going to watch, how does he play – the first part of this year because if he's healthy and if he's back to what he was, I think he's an SEC level back. I mean, I think he's somebody to pay attention to for sure.
1: He's also got a leg up on others uh, in that. uh, I I feel like Kevin Riley and those guys, though, I can't imagine Auburn taking a Brendan Hood before Kevin Riley says, leave me alone. I don't think they will. I don't think they will either.
2: I I think they're going to run that one down to signing day.
1: I've recently heard Duke Watson's name again. Oh well there you go, man. I've been waiting to hear his name. It's come back up. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Maybe he had a good game. I'm gonna look him up, check in with him. He did not come to Big Cat, but Auburn did offer him Louisville commitment from Georgia. Keep an eye on him. Uh HSV Tiger two thousand six. How many uh off his line do we sign this go around? Three to five. There yeah. You know. Yeah. Three and to
2: five. could be a mix of high school and junior college, I think. I think yeah. they're going to take a long look at the junior college ranks um because of yeah, still needs with kind of leveling the roster
1: somewhat. Oh, Himothy, one of my favorites. Who will be the Can y'all hear it when my beard, my big ass chin hits my microphone? You go, no, you no, like no. Okay. All right. good, Who will be the most surprising player to visit for a game this season? You know, I would have said uh um uh, maybe Mike Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Mike Matthews from Parkview. Committed to Tennessee.
2: Yep, and I'm yeah. with you, Jeffrey. I don't think they're done there. I think they're going to try to get him back on campus. They'll probably try to get Crawford, Antonio White, and Mike Matthews all on campus at some point. Um, they absolutely want another big-name wide receiver in this class. They won't. It, it, they want four guys.
1: Yeah, I, I think say. that would – Who are you going to say, Cole? Landon Thomas. Landon Thomas? Yep. Florida State commitment. I definitely think he'll be there. I think, uh, I mean, all the guys they've missed out on, I wouldn't be surprised if KJ Bolden comes. Wouldn't be surprised. Zaquan Patterson comes. Uh, Cam Franklin, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, uh, Jeremiah Beeman. Jeremiah Beeman. So, a lot, uh, a lot of these guys, I mean I expect a lot of commitments to come. I, mean, I expect again, this isn't one sided. I expect a, you know, Barry Thompson and maybe uh, or Demarcus Riddick is going to Alabama, right? As of right now, yeah. I haven't heard any difference, but I, I do know they're they would like to see it. Would they you can be shocked that. if Barry Thompson went on a visit to Alabama? No. I would not. I would. I, I think I would too, and I would not want it to happen if I'm Auburn. No. No, I, I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Man. I'd be shocked,
2: I, and I'll give you the name that I'm going to be shocked if he shows up just because of how strongly he's come out in favor of Alabama. But that's Ryan Williams. Yeah. I think that's. I think they're going to really work that one. Uh, he's special, guys. I mean, he he very much is. They're
1: They're not going to let Perry Thompson times two happen. That I I, I mean, if you yeah. thought it was crazy for that to happen the first time, you better believe that's going to be. Oh, Look, yeah. Alabama's not getting letting Brown Williams get away.
2: I don't disagree, I, but I do think it's going to be surprising when he shows back up on campus because I think it's going to happen.
1: Okay. I I, 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 I can see that. I, I can see Ron Williams coming back. Yeah. Maybe, Even maybe if it's maybe. like, I'm with my dad. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that, that might happen.
2: I, I think that's how they'll frame it, too. I mean, I think that's how Look, we all know sometimes there are ulterior motives to visits, and what the recruit necessarily says is not necessarily indicative of the truth. Um, so I think the the story would be from his camp. I came with my dad. My dad's an Auburn guy, you know, just wanted to check him out. Or I came for the Iron Bowl to see Alabama. Right. The, when the <laughs> reality is you're here and you're hanging out with the Auburn recruits. <laughs> you
1: know you I mean? You have to think, even with recruiting the way it was a year ago, with, with James Smith and Quay Russo showing up all the time, Bo Hughley, Jelani Thurman, that whole crew, some of these guys that popped up, it was like, how are you – I mean, if, if the recruiting is not going well, how are you getting all these guys here? Like, it's pretty impressive the guys you're having here every weekend, right? So I would think with the way things are going right now, there's going to be an influx of that, some names that you're just not even – you know, it just comes out of nowhere, and here they are. You know what I mean? Let me ask you guys a question. Who
2: was your surprise last cycle? Just to give to everybody on the chat or everybody that's watching kind of a comparison because I got mine in my head.
1: There were several. Surprise to what? Surprise
2: to you that they visited.
1: Let me go back through my pictures here. Deron Reed pops to mind. He came out of nowhere almost.
2: Kay and Lee to me. That one was a surprise because I felt like he was so Ohio State for so long. Yeah,
1: I've blanked out a lot of that 23 class. I got got pictures from the Iron Bowl. I know there were some and I was like, wow, what is this guy doing here? Like, it's is crazy. Demario Tolan. Uh, really? one. DJ Chester. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were
2: going to get him at one point.
1: Mm. Dwight Phillips, who's now committed to Georgia. I wouldn't expect him to be there, but he Would came you? with Tyler Scott. Tyler Scott? Forgot about him. Yeah. Let's see. A lot of forgottens. <laughs> yeah, I that's... Those are the main ones, I think. Well, the good thing for Auburn is they've got the home schedule this year for recruiting. Yes. You know, you know, not not many people's expecting them to beat Georgia. Not anybody's expecting them to beat Georgia. Probably, I mean, I'm not expecting them to. I would probably pick that as one of my upsets. You know, because I think Auburn Alabama at Auburn is Auburn usually uh, starts that game up ten nothing. Yeah. Uh, so. But those two games, for recruiting purposes, will be huge. <laughs> that will be one. Uh, Cam Coleman, I would absolutely expect to see Cam Coleman at the Auburn-Alabama game. Yeah. Um, think, yeah he's just coming with his friends.
2: Yeah. I think the yeah. Ole Miss game has a chance to be a massive game for recruiting because of the way it's going to be hyped. Ooh. I mean, that, that, I, I feel like in the SEC news cycle, Auburn versus Ole Miss is going to get a lot of run that week especially given who else is on the schedule. Because I don't think – I think Alabama, Tennessee may be the same weekend. But other than that, it's it, – it's there's not a lot of – not not a lot there.
1: Not a lot of setup. All right, well, uh, it's good stuff, man. Some really good questions. We appreciate everybody participating. Auburn Live on 3, go to it, man. I uh, got 50% off right now, uh, full year for 49 bucks. And uh, hey, let's get some. How about you? I don't have any this week. I've got aces full for you, Cole. Yep, aces full. I mean, aces full for on. you. I'm gonna go. You know what? I, I'm gonna go with Big Sexy. And, and and buddy, I don't look. We're all good here, Big Sexy. But man, we had a morning. We you had a morning. You want to throw hands? It, it's it's kind of been. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that's been going on for a while, and I, I just this morning I was like, you know, he I, I'm gonna go back at him a little bit, yeah. and I did. So we're all good though. It, it ended up pretty good, and, and uh, so Big Sexy, I love you, buddy. Oh, okay. I don't know if I want to mess with anybody called Big Sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, Big Sexy Ace is full for Cole J Head.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Danny Archer. Ahead, right. uh, I I Danny had some funny posts the other day, and then Ryan R Y A N H fifty eight. I'm gonna give you. A how about you? I thought he had an interesting take on Prime in that opening game against TCU.
1: Hmm. I like it. I like it. I like it. I have got a well, I've got five. I got a. How about you? To ultimate majority. How about you? How about you? Beagle? How about you? To it's not a tumor. <laughs> 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 It's actually, it's not a tumor, but uh, it sounded a lot better by the other way. It's not a tumor. <laughs> All right, uh, how about you to GBDB seven? GBDB seven. <laughs> <laughs> that made me think about <laughs> I saw this video. This is a big guy, big, huge guy, and he was talking about ADHD. <laughs> Somebody said, dude, you ain't got ADHD, you got OPCD.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh hey that was hilarious oh just like nick cannon oh man all right uh how about you to uh how about you to hemothy one of my favorites man how about you to hemothy and then how about you to frankie freeze who uh had his first son this week named me jeffrey lee hey, there you go hey how about you big uh how about you jeffrey lee Junior, how about you? Frankie Freeze, man. Congratulations, big dog. We're happy for you. And uh, we appreciate your, uh, your your loyalty to Auburn Live on three. All right, folks, that's going to do it for today. We're going to be back. I believe we're going to have a modcast on Friday. Uh, and we are going to be back Sunday night. We'll be talking football. We'll be talking about Auburn's big win over the Minutemen. And we'll be taking all your calls Sunday, 6.30 p.m. on the YouTube channel. One more time, guys, don't forget about Bird Dogs, man, because uh, your your boys will be glad you didn't. Don't forget about them. Uh, Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N. Get you a, uh, some, uh, some attire and a uh, Flash style uh, canteen. Fantastic. Manly Cup. so I have to call them. Um, all right. Good stuff, man. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. We truly do. Uh, for J-Head, for Cole, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stay out of that left lane.
0: See ya. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?